0: Hey mamas, welcome back to the special kind of motherhood podcast. Do you have a child who has sensory processing disorder and maybe they have some food aversions or some food sensitivities, or maybe they don't actually have sensory processing disorder, but they just really struggle with trying new foods. And one struggle for you is getting their vegetables in their diet. I know that has been a struggle for us. And so I want to share with you today one hack that I have found that's very simple and also very effective at getting more vegetables into my kids diet. So let's get started. Hi friend, do you dream of having a garden but you don't know where to start? Do you want to switch to more natural products but feel overwhelmed by all the options? Do you believe that a holistic lifestyle would help your special needs kiddo but you're daunted by all the information out there? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast where you will learn how to work towards your dream for homesteading, gardening, and holistic living in small, simple steps that won't overwhelm you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a wife, Jesus follower, and mom to some amazing kids. As some of my kids began experiencing health struggles and developmental delays, I decided it was time to switch to a holistic lifestyle. I quickly became stressed out and burnt out, feeling like I needed to change everything at once. I finally realized that I had to start making one small change at a time, then build from there. I learned to walk this holistic journey in a way that works for me and my family without stress or overwhelm or constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough. If you're ready to hear from another mama who understands what it's like to have no time and who can help you make changes towards better health for your family in a way that works for your specific life, then this is a podcast for you. Pop in your earbuds, reheat your coffee for the third time, and let's do this. Hey friends, have you been looking for a community of like-minded mamas who understand what it's like to parent your differently-abled child while you are trying to switch to this more holistic homesteading lifestyle and you're looking for support, I want to share with you that I actually have a free Facebook community that you can go and join today. I would love to have you come hang out with us as we chat about homesteading, holistic living, feeding your family nutritious foods in a way that does not take all of your time and that does not leave you feeling confused and overwhelmed. You can find us at bit.ly slash motherhood community and I can't wait to see you there. Alright ladies, I'm sure I am not the only person who has really struggled with getting my kids to eat vegetables. It has been a challenge. I have kids who have different food sensitivities and also just some sensory sensitivities with food. A lot of times it can be a challenge to get them to try new foods, as I've shared before. Of course, I always encourage you, one of my tried and true ways of getting my kids to try new things is to grow things in our backyard. I have several podcasts about that. I will try to remember to link a couple of them below, but I have another tip for you today that I've found to be really helpful. You know, as moms, we want to make sure we're feeding our kids. Well, we want to make sure that we're giving them proper nutrition and, that really they are getting a diverse diet. But whenever you have a child who possibly has sensory processing disorder or just some general food sensitivities, maybe they really struggle with trying new textures. I know that has been the case for me. And so trying to get new foods into their diet in a way that does not make them feel as if food is not a safe thing. I don't want them to have a negative relationship with food or to basically feel like they are being forced to eat foods that they don't feel comfortable with. I really try to remind myself of that sensory aspect and understanding that my children may be experiencing food in a different way than what I am. It does help because I have some sensory sensitivities to food myself as well, some textures and just different things like that, that I now realize as an adult that I also struggled with as a child. And so I really try to keep that in mind because i want my kids to grow up with a healthy relationship to food but i also want them to be eating and getting enough nutrition to thrive in life so where is that middle ground for me of course trying to find healthy ways to introduce them to new foods is is always good that's something i try to do making sure that i'm introducing new foods to them consistently in a positive manner and then like i mentioned growing food in the garden is a great way for me to get them to also try new foods at their own free will, with interest. And really, that's where I've had the most success in doing that. But another way that I do this is to really try to get nutrition in and things that they're already eating in a way that is not going to alter the taste or change anything for them. So that it's not going to mess with their experience of enjoying that food, but it's still giving them as much nutrition as possible. And this would be kind of like the example I've given before where I make them protein bars and I'm putting protein powder in there and possibly ground flax and chia seeds and anything else that I think might be able to go in there that they would still find the taste totally fine, but it's giving them that nutrition, that extra nutrition in something that they are already eating. That's what's been really helpful for me. So what I do with this, this hack that I have for you today is actually vegetable powder. This works great because I will give you options that you could buy if you want, or you can make your own. I like both. I have both. I've done both. And I think having the versatility works well. But basically what I end up doing is I will dehydrate vegetables from my garden, or honestly, you could go to the grocery store and buy frozen vegetables or fresh and dehydrate those as well. I will dehydrate them. I'll walk you through the process of how I do that, but I dehydrate them and then I grind them up into a powder and I will sprinkle them into things. Some ideas of ways that you could utilize this would be things like adding it to soups, adding it to smoothies. Like I mentioned, even sprinkling a little bit in a protein bar. Another great way would be to get some salt, take the veggie powder And then actually mix that together. And so you can, when you salt their foods, they have like, you almost have like a veggie salt, basically. That would be a great way to just get a little bit. I understand that it's not giving, you know, my children aren't going to eat an entire cup of broccoli this way. But any little bit that I can add into their diet is a win for me. That's just what the way I consider it. I'm all about that, just getting those little pieces in where I can, when I can, and just being consistent with that. So yeah, some other things I would say, Some ideas for things that I do like to dehydrate would be things like lettuce, kale. Uh, We dehydrate peppers. And then you could also do any kind of like mild tasting. Broccoli would be a great one. It's not as mild tasting, but a lot of my kids like broccoli. So that works well for us. But anything like that, that you could just dehydrate fully dry out and then grind into a powder. You also could get very creative with this. You could actually do a blend of maybe you're going to do some fruits and vegetables together, mix it up. That's going to kind of improve the taste, especially if you're going to put it into something like a smoothie or something like that. That might be a great way for you to improve the taste for them. But just getting very creative with what your kid is already eating. Another idea I thought of would be something like actually dehydrating blueberries or carrots. You could even do beets, anything like that, that has that really rich color. And strawberries would be another option. And then grind it down into a powder and then use that powder to color their food. So maybe you could color yogurt or you could make them popsicles and put some of that in there. Just Again, just get very creative with this. Really the sky's the limit. It's there's so many different things you can do and it doesn't require a lot of hands-on effort, especially if you have a dehydrator. We actually have it. It's an air fryer that's like a multi-purpose, so it's also a dehydrator and it has five trays. So I can do a good amount of fruits or vegetables in there and then just grind them all up and then, you know, that that would last me for quite a while. And that works well for us. I will say if you are going to dehydrate things that have kind of a thicker skin, so this could be things like cherries, blueberries, grapes. I've also had this experience with like orange slight, like orange wedges, not when I slice it really thin, then you want to make sure that you're actually poking a hole in the fruit so that skin is penetrated and it can actually dry out all the way through. So basically what I will do is I will get, again, you could do, I like to buy things when they're in season season or grow things in my backyard. But in season, that's when I'm going to find it for the best price. Squash is another great thing I think of. Zucchini, those are very mild tasting. That would be great to dehydrate and grind up into a powder that's not going to add some kind of funky flavor to anything you're putting it in. But basically gather whatever it is that you're wanting to dehydrate, whether that would be, like I mentioned, lettuce, kale, squash, zucchini, carrots. You could do Some kind of fruit, apples. We actually love dehydrated apple slices. My kids will just snack on those. Anything like that, you're going to, depending on what it is, that's going to determine what temperature you dehydrate it at. For most fruits and vegetables, what I find is usually like in the 120 to 130 range is what I do. Um, And then for herbs, I would do typically around 95 degrees for those. But you're going to dehydrate that until it's completely dried through. And then what you're going to do to make sure that it is actually dry is you want to condition it. And basically what that is, is before you grind it up, when it's completely dry, you're going to fill a mason jar like two-thirds of the way full with the fruits or vegetables that you dehydrated And then you're going to put a lid on it and you're just going to let it sit on your counter. And then for the next four to 10 days, every day, once a day, you're going to walk by and you're just going to shake that jar and you're going to make sure that none of the fruits or vegetables are sticking to the edge of the jar, sticking to the outside, because if they are, that means that they still have moisture in them and they are not fully dehydrated. So if that's the case, you need to pull those out and dehydrate them again and then start the conditioning process over again again, this, it kind of sounds complicated, but it's really, it doesn't really require that much time. It's basically loading a dehydrator tray and then remembering once it's done, remembering to shake the jar once a day and do that for four to 10 days. I typically do like a week is actually usually about what I do, but just do that for a week. And then, you know, they are completely dry whenever they are completely dried out. Then what you're going to do is put them in like a food processor or something like that. And you're going to grind them up into a very fine powder. I like to, once it's into this very fine powder, I just put that powder into, onto a baking sheet. I like to lay it on parchment paper and then I will put it in the oven at 200 degrees for 15 to 20 minutes. That's just going to help it to keep from like clumping together. So I let it completely dry out that way. I just pick up the parchment paper and kind of make like a little funnel out of it, basically dump it into a Mason jar and I put the lid on and I store it in a cool, dark place. Very simple. It's really not that time consuming. It's more of the matter of remembering to come back and take care of it. But I like to set timers for things like that whenever I'm just not really sure if I will remember to do it because that happens. I get busy with stuff and I forget that I put something in the the dehydrator. But again, it's pretty forgiving. It's not really that big of a deal as long as I'm not leaving it for long periods of time. So you may be saying, well, this sounds nice and all, but I don't feel like I have time or I don't have the desire to make my own. And I totally get that. I will link below in the show notes, a couple of, there's actually a superfood and a greens powder that I have used that I have in our house. I will keep that in our house as well in case I don't feel like making my own stuff or I run out or anything like that. I just like to keep it on hand And I love to add that into their diet in the same manner. But the reality is, is the work is done for me. And a lot of times when you're in a busy season or you just don't feel like that's a priority for you right now, that can be extremely helpful. And that may be what you need. And that's totally fine. If you need something that is already made for you, but you want to try to use these different ways of getting that extra nutrition into your child's diet, by all means, do that. Do what works best for you and your family I, like I said, I use both. I will make my own whenever I have the time. And when I don't have the time, I fall back onto the other things that I have. And I love having that flexibility to use both. I hope this has been helpful for you. I would love to hear from you. What are some ways that you actually try to get more fruits and vegetables into your child's diet, especially if they are a child who really struggles with food variety. So come join us over in the Facebook community or reach out to me by email, or on social media, and I cannot wait to hear from you. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I will see you back next time. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who is wanting to live more holistically without the overwhelm? Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. It blesses and encourages me to know that this show is helping you. All right, friends, it's time for me to go work in the garden and make some homemade bone broth. I will see you back next week.